0: community, family, faith. Welcome to the Reclaimed American Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. Today is episode number 31 and we've got... Sean, how do you pronounce your last name, Sean?
1: Um, <laughs> it literally depends on who you ask. I usually just go with Frederick.
0: Frederick, okay. And so we've got Sean Frederick from OP Veteran. And um, we'll be talking with him today. They've got an awesome main event coming up very soon. But they've also got tons of little things that they do sporadically throughout the year. But um, first, we have the Baby T Chronicles. So this week we had our, our our I call it the baby doc appointment. Uh, we went in saw the OB and we're at 23 weeks now and she says everything's looking good. Uh, next time we come in my wife well, my God I can't talk. My wife has to go through the diabetes check which means she can't eat 2 hours before the appointment she gets there, she has to drink some kind of juice.
1: And then an hour
0: later, they draw her blood and see how she did. And so that that's the big thing we've got to look forward to on the next one. But um, she uh, just so you know, Sean, uh, my wife suffers from anxieties. And occasionally they hit and we've got what we call the oh shit pill that she has to take when that does. You know, the doc was kind of kind of hard on her a little bit this time around because we ended up having to go to the ER a couple times uh, within this last month. And um, of course, you know, we, we're going to the Women's Hospital of Texas. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever been, for, for all of you guys out there, if you've ever been to an ER, it's horrible. You go there, you wait for hours just so they can take your blood pressure. Well, right. our Women's Hospital of Texas, all they do is they, they primarily treat women, especially pregnant women. And so we go there and I mean, they, they check her in, they get her weight and they send her straight to a room. They check her vitals. And then instantly there's a doctor saying, hey, what's going on? Why are you here? And uh, normally when we go there, we're in and out in like two, three hours max. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a great experience for an ER, which I'm sure at some point this is going to cost a small fortune. But <laughs> in the meantime, it gives my wife uh, peace of mind and we we just go from there but so yeah the doc was a little bit harsh this time around but you know just hey you know you might want to think about maybe going to seeing a doctor that specializes in the brain you know meaning a shrink and i think my wife finally understands that but same time most of the times when she has that panic attack it's related to food like if she eats something too salty, it, it screws her up. If she eats something too fatty, it screws her up. <laughs> um, so I mean, the, so the doctor's like, you know, Oh, you're, it's something in your head. It's like, no, it, it really seems to be something more in the stomach, but everything she eats being pregnant, you know, it screws with her. So that's what? the fun we're having.
1: <laughs> so, so, I, I have to ask a question just mm-hmm. just so, um, has she desecrated any foods for you yet? Meaning like she's added it like, so uh, my girlfriend and I just had our first, and she has done things with peanut butter that no person should ever, <laughs> ever contemplate. I, I don't even want to talk about it. Right?
0: <laughs> oh, you know, we, we were actually talking about this um, earlier today because I took her out to a buffet one day and uh, it's one of those, you know, upper scale, Japanese, yeah. Chinese buffet, whatever places. The
1: sushi's not as questionable.
0: Exactly. Sushi's not yes. as questionable. And that's like the main item on the on the table. Well, mm-hmm. they also had crab legs. Um, I believe they were snow crab legs. So my wife, she had been craving crab legs for months. So I finally decided, all right, you know what? I'm going to spoil her. We're going to go here. And she's going to get her crab legs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, she gets her legs. She eats like two plates of them. And then after having dessert, she's like, you know, I really want one more crab leg. Hey, go get it, you know, because once once we're gone, we're not coming back in, you know. So she goes and gets one more crab leg. And I still had a little bit of creme brulee left from our dessert on, on my plate.
1: Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Crab leg and creme
0: brulee. And she loved it. She's like, Oh my God, this is the best flavor ever. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh my God, that's disgusting as hell. But you know, to be fair, I tried it. It wasn't that bad. They were actually complimenting flavors. Would I have tried that any other time? No, not a chance in hell. No, but, um, so far that's been the the biggest one it was crab legs and creme brulee.
1: Yeah. No, some interesting uh I can't remember if it was like a Philly cheesesteak and peanut butter. I oh, want to say God. That's, yeah. No, it was just, just like just hearing made it like just hearing I wasn't there for the experience. Mm-hmm. Hearing her just talk about it made me cringe inside and cry a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh but now, yeah, oh, it's, it, it, it's, uh, it's fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Um, that, and you know, we've got well, one of the things tonight we have to go grocery shopping because we have obliterated all the meats in the house, but, um, you know, we have a little bit of rotisserie chicken left. We've got some soups that we've made over the last couple of days, but of course, mm-hmm. you know, my wife's like, yeah, I don't want chicken. I'm tired of chicken. I don't want the soup. I'm tired of the soup. And so we had one one piece of pork left. It was a, a pork tenderloin that we got, and it was pre-seasoned. So I had to – oh, and the big thing is she's also watching her sodium intake like a hawk. Gotcha. And so this is a pre-seasoned pork tenderloin. So I had to thaw it and then rinse all the seasoning off it. Wow. And once I cooked it, it still was salty as hell. Because since she's watching her salt, I'm watching my salt. So I'm not used to the <laughs> amount of salt that is in most things anymore. Oh my God. So yeah, I, I cut up the ends, I diced those up, but then the center section, I, I just sliced those into um, steaks, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I cook those like that. But even at that, um, I handed it to her before coming in here to record and I could hear her from the living room go, Oh my God, that's salty as hell. So I'm like,
1: <laughs> so y'all you don't, you don't eat mcdonald's fries much do y'all no no not at
0: all <laughs> um so yeah so the last thing i've got for the for the baby tea chronicles for this week though uh, i don't know if you've ever heard of this sean but i found on amazon a calendar called the baby steps calendar and it starts off at week five and then it goes through until like uh I don't know, week 38, and then it lumps the last sections uh, or the last weeks together in one big block. But the idea on this calendar is you go through and you scratch off each day and it's got a little trivia fact, a knowledge fact, um, just little hints, tricks, and tips for, for babies and how mm-hmm. they're progressing through the uh, pregnancy. So now we're on week 23 and uh, we we got this calendar a couple, let's say about three weeks ago, and it's just been sitting in the box in the corner of the the house since since we got it. Well, the other day I finally broke it out, unrolled it, stuck it to a to a magnet board with magnets, and we started scratching it off the other day. And it was pretty cool. I mean, it, like I said, it chronicles all your days. So if you're one of those people that forgets, am I in week twenty-one or tweet week twenty-five? Mm-hmm. Now we've got it, you know, plain as day on a board so we can see it. But like I said, it gives interesting little tidbits of knowledge. And it's kind of fun. So
1: Yeah, well, I, I uh, um, my girlfriend had an app uh, called What to Expect When You're Expecting. And so I, you know, I downloaded that as well just because curious, you know, I wanted to know what, what to expect when I was rooting on the expecting, I guess, would be the yeah. term. And, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. You know, always, you know, it's like, Oh, your, your child is this thing. And this is what your, your, your partner is going through right now. And this is why she's a, uh, she's a little crazy right now. Mm. So it was helpful.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to find that. What was that called? Again? <laughs> I'll, I'll,
1: I'll have to, I'll have to go back and look. Uh, yeah, no. What,
0: what to expect when you're expecting
1: something like that. I, I, I honestly, I deleted the app or I didn't delete the app, but, um, uh, my phone uh, decided to totally crash. I think it was the day after my son was born. So I had to go get a new phone and okay. aim like three, four weeks. maybe I think it might've even been six weeks earlier. I can't remember off the top of, my, top of my head or do the math. And it was, so it was, everything was a little chaotic right around it. So,
0: right. <laughs> so now since your phone crashed, did you end up losing all the photos or, or did you still have those?
1: Thank goodness for iCloud. There you go. The cloud and you know all that fun stuff. So, now
0: you said your child, your son, was born six weeks early,
1: uh, something like that. He spent he spent about two weeks in uh, the the preemie uh, section.
0: Oh wow! There is a Facebook group that I recently signed up with. It's called Veteran Military Dad Club or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And the idea behind their their group is. Jesus, it's going to screw with me if I don't actually see the name. Da, 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 da. I only see like 20 million posts a day from them and now I can't find it.
1: That's about how it works. Ah, military, uh,
0: military veteran dad cave. That's the name of the Facebook group. And in the last 2 weeks I've gone from 0 because they started 2 weeks ago to almost 800 members already.
1: <laughs> uh, so
0: I I guess there's a pretty big need for this. But one of the guys in there, his son was born at 27 weeks, six days. Oh, wow. Yes. And uh, they, they just recently got to take him home. He spent 106 days, no, like 110 days in, the, um, um, in ICU. Yeah. And yeah, yeah he, when he was born, he was like one pound, 11 ounces. Now he's like six pounds, nine ounces, and they're finally letting them take him home. And it's like holy crap i mean i, I
1: I'll, I'll be honest being in that unit for any length of time or for any reason what whatsoever it, it's a very surreal experience i mean it's it, it, if you've had a had a kid before and you know they you know everything was happy and healthy and you know i'm it, i'm great i'm happy to hear it but i mean If you've ever experienced anything like that, I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, your, your heart goes out to everybody in there. I mean, it's, you get to meet the people that are sitting right next to you going, going through something similar, if not the same thing you're doing.
0: Gotcha. Well, knock on wood, hopefully things will come out, but I I know what's going to end up happening. We're we're supposed to be due January 13th and everybody in the family saying, no, it's going to be a December baby on my wife's side there's five or six people with december, like early december birthdays uh-huh. on my side my sister she was born december 29th but for some reason everyone's suspecting that it might be one of those new years new year or new year's eve new year's day babies their grandmother passed away a couple years ago and that was her birthday so for some reason everyone a lot of people are starting to think yeah maybe it's going to be the new year's baby who knows
1: well, I mean, if you, if, if you get the first baby in the new year, I mean, that's that's, that's
0: that would be pretty cool.
1: That'd be cool, man.
0: That would. But uh, anyways,
1: <laughs> so that was the
0: baby T chronicles. Thank you very much for joining. Um, so let, let's get into to to you.
1: Well, that sounds
0: sounds good. good. Tell us about yourself.
1: Uh, well, as you mentioned, uh, my name is uh, Sean Frederick and I am the uh, operations officer for OP veteran. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps for 10 years as a rifleman uh had a very interesting career in that aspect ended up as 8th and i as my first duty station as a stage crew member for the uh, first marine band stationed at 8th and i marine barracks for the with a president's own and then uh after that went to a third battalion 8th marines uh managed to do a few couple deployments to afghanistan and iraq in there Well some other places so uh yeah that was that was a good good time and then when i when i got out i um uh, I got out unexpectedly, and wanted to give back, continue providing a service to people because you know I, I felt about as useful as a tits on a boar hog. Mm-hmm. And uh, looked to got looked looked at uh, nonprofit organizations to get with get get involved with. Started working with the Boy Scouts a little bit, and everything I was doing eventually just led up to OP Veteran and getting involved with them. And I've been with them pretty much from the start, and it. Uh, it, it, it's it been an interesting interesting road getting here but it, it's it's a lot of fun
0: okay so how long has op veteran been around
1: oh man op veteran op veteran has been around or the the concept for op veteran has been around since for the first vet fest uh, and before then um, basically uh, denny had uh, thrown an o- what what eventually became the first spring kickoff for an organization called shadow and he and some other, other guys got into, got to talking and, you know, started noticing that, uh, there really wasn't a whole lot of connection in the veteran community. You know, mm-hmm. no, no, when I say connection, I mean, you know, we, we know, you know, this one guy that was, you know, trying to get a service dog or another guy, you know, looking to find a, an alternative therapy or, or or something along those lines. And whereas Denny would know five or 10 guys, you know, or five, know five or 10 organizations. And then the other guy, you know, someone else would know about five or four different other organizations. You know, it, it, we realized, all right, well, what can we do to, you know, s- stop to happen to having to know a Noah guy, right. You know, how, do, how, how do we, how do we get everything into one, one place? So they can get a mission. They can find something that, they can get motivated about because a lot of us run into that getting out of the, getting out of the military. You know, we get, we get used, we, we get used to waking up at, you know, zero four, zero five o'clock in the morning, you know, going into work knowing exactly what's going on, knowing exactly what we're doing and knowing exactly what the mission is for that day. Right. And when you get out and it's, uh, you know, your alarm clock goes off at six o'clock in the morning and you, and you look at it and you're kind of like, Oh man, do I really have to get up? you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a different experience.
0: That it is. Like I know when I got out, I I was in 94 to 98. So, I mean, I was, I was in the Clinton Navy and uh, yeah, (laughs) but when I got out, you know, I mean, I went back to my dad's house. He lived out in the country. And so, you know, if I needed to get away, I just went out into the woods and either literally blazed a trail with a stick or, you know, went, went in the woods with the guns and, you know, just, either went target practice or, or hunting or whatever. And, uh, you know, it took about a month then started getting back into working and going from there. But, um, I'll be honest, like for me, I never got involved with anything veteran related until probably five years ago. So, I mean, I got out in 98 and had zero contact with other veterans until then. And, uh, I,
1: I can honestly say that, that, that really doesn't surprise me. Um, and, and and that's really nothing on the veteran community. I think the only reason I got into the veteran community as early as I did is because of uh my mother and how how involved in the, the community she she got when I went into the Marine Corps. Okay. Um so let's see. So we know
0: how long OP veterans been around, but basically how did you and Denny get get together and get started on it?
1: So I met Denny at a Donnie O'Malley show at BFW post forty seven forty seven. A guy named Kevin McNeese introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. This was right around when, you know, they were starting to, VetFest was becoming more than just an idea. It was, it was, it was coming. Uh, it, it was definitely going to happen. And they asked if I wanted to come in, sit in, sit in on the, uh, you know, develop, developing what would become VetFest. And so yeah, that that's that's how it happens. I it's been downhill ever since uh I remember sitting around and talking about okay, you know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And it's it's kind of been like that ever since because every year we keep getting bigger and better and it's it, it, it it's always a challenge and it's always something new and it's it, it's definitely something that keeps keeps me in keeps me engaged and uh, definitely helps me do something that is really important to me. And that's give back to, to everybody that's given so much to me.
0: Gotcha. All right. Now we've mentioned vet fest a couple of times now. So let's,
1: what is vet fest? Oh, vet fest. Um, so as I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of us noticed that there was a, there was a, there was a disconnect. People were getting out and you know, they were looking for resources, and especially early on, the VA may not have been able to provide those resources or, or there was such a, a huge backlog that um, people were starting to look for alternatives. And the organizations were out there, but they couldn't find them. So mm-hmm. they would go and eventually make their own organization or fill the holes that they saw. And so what that did is that gave us a lot of great organizations and a lot of scope for those organizations in small amount, amounts of areas where they were, you know, only helping a few people in their area or in their surrounding uh, communities. If, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So basically, it, it's it's connecting veterans to veteran service organizations and veteran owned businesses because that's the focus. The veteran community is the focus, and that we want to get them connected to to, to different. Organizations that may may be able to provide help for, for their PTSD or you know whatever their trauma is, get them motivated and reengaged. And you know sometimes you know a lot of us have that. Well, I'm just tired of sitting around and doing the same thing every day. Syndrome. You know, uh, some of us you know just really want to give back, and that's that's great. And we want to give everybody a put everybody the chance to find that opportunity at that best. So that that's what that's that's about bed is about bringing the veteran community together getting those connections making people engaged and you know ready to get back into the community and also have a good time you know we we make it a point to you know have good some good bands out there uh, shannon book is one of our artists he comes out every year um as well oh gosh i'm i would draw a blank right now um, adam Berry band <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one that has that suffers from that same issue where you start talking and then it's like, oh, it's right there. I, I can feel it, you know, and you just can't quite spit it out sometimes.
1: You know, it, it, it happens to me all the time and I hate it. And uh, the worst thing I have to do is just admit, admit that it happened and I had a squirrel moment. Um, you know, bl- bless Kimberly and, and, and Denny's heart because I have a lot of squirrel moments sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Vet fest is vetfest fest is, it, I always wanted to describe vet fest as vet fest because to me, there is nothing that really describes going to a vet fest because when you're there, yeah, there's a lot of different uh, veteran service organizations. There's a lot of different vendors. There's a lot of knowledge and resources in one space to help somebody get get back in the game there you go and that's that you know to me that's really important but there's more to it than just that and the fact that there's a to me there's a real sense of community you know it, it, it it's saying something that you can watch denny go around and he knows most of the vendors there by name and there are new vendors and when there's new vendors you know he'll go and engage and he'll go and find out more about them that way we can better help them um, just me volunteering so, so often, you know, walking around and I can, you know, tell you about people that were at the first vet fest, like, um, Marissa Morgan, uh, Kevin McNeese, Liam, uh, Fuller, uh, they, you know, they, they were, they were there at the very first vet fest and, you know, I, I continue to see them every year. Uh, Mike, Michael Harris is also another, another person and it, you know, and, and it says something to see them keep coming back and that, that group getting bigger. And as I said, you know, it, we keep thinking of, of of ways to make it better and to get not just our, our, our message and our goals out there, but other organizations and goals out there.
0: Okay. So where, where do y'all have this at? And has it always been at the same place?
1: No, no. So as, 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 as I mentioned, uh, we, we keep getting bigger and better. And that's, that's, that's why I say it's always been a challenge, you know, starting out uh, we were at BFW post 47, uh, 47 on, uh, North side of Austin over by Tech Ridge, And uh, I remember the first, first, first fest, it was pretty much all the vendors. And I think that was pretty much it. Um, we had, we had a DJ, if I remember correctly. Uh, next year, uh, was first year Shannon uh, played for us and we were a little bit bigger that year. So, and then last year we moved to where we're going to be this year, which is old which park. Uh, so last year we had it, uh, at old sellers so- park. I want to say it's the Blake line pavilion, something along those lines. I can't remember the exact name of it. Um, it's where they hold frontier day, uh, every year for round rock. If you're familiar with that.
0: Okay. And uh, so when, when is it going to be this year?
1: So this year it's going to be on November 2nd and it's going to be at old Soldiers park and it's going to start at noon and it's going to be going until five and then we're going to ha- be having a get together Um, or an after party, if you will, in the green zone from five to eight. Um, It's going to be a good time. It's uh, commemorating the fall of the first Marine division this year. And it's, it's, it's going to be a good time.
0: What are, what future projects or uh, events do y'all have coming up besides vet
1: fest? All right. So, Oh, what a lot of people don't don't see with Op Veteran is we have more events than just Vet Fest. So mm-hmm. Vet Fest is our big big event. We uh, Denny likes to call it our marquee event. And whereas Vet Fest is for where we bring in the veteran-owned service organizations, veteran-owned owned businesses, and all the volunteers in general. We also have Spring Kickoff and the Freedom Float. Uh, now Spring cr- Kickoff is obviously in spring and. The, the the Freedom Float is during the summer. So with the spring kickoff, we like to to reach out to a veteran service organization and find out how we can help them and throw them a fundraiser, for lack of a better term. Help get their name out there and get them exposure that they may not necessarily get if they were they were just trying to do it on their own.
0: Okay. So y'all kind of pick like a random one or –
1: um, we, we've had suggestions in the past. We've picked random ones in the past. Um, I think we're going to try something, uh, different this year. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. So that's one of the things, you know, I'm going to ha- have to hold off on saying, you know, get, make sure that's the way we're going to go with, uh, the Denny and everyone else. Um, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, it, it's important that, you know, we, we, we get some, some of the organizations out there that aren't maybe as well known. Um, but could definitely benefit from the exposure. Okay. And then so, with the, the Freedom Float, and then we've got the Freedom Float, which is just uh, our main main event for just the the veterans at large. You know, there's it's the only event that we ask that, you know, you pay for, and the fact that we do two, basically go tubing down the river and just have a lot of fun. We also have events throughout the rest of the year, uh, mainly to support VetFest and all our other events, um, and also just to get people out and out of the house and have some fun, you know, and just, you know, get them back into it.
0: Okay. Very good. Uh, so beyond the other events, beyond vet fest, um, do you have any larger goals or projects that y'all are trying to get into the works, but not quite there.
1: And basically just,
0: you know, what kind of future goals do you have?
1: Man, we've got, that's, I, I, I honestly that's something me and Denny talk about every day I feel like um one of the the big things that we've got going on right now is you know the Overwatcher program and developing that um that's pretty much all I'm going to uh, say about it say about it for right now because we're we're working working out the kinks but you know we definitely uh want to make more engagements um we want to we want to get the not only the the veterans Engaged, but the veteran service organizations engaged, and the veteran-owned businesses engaged. And the best way to do that is through collaboration. And so it's it, it, it's it's taken some planning on our part, you know, and just making sure that everything goes goes to the way we want it, want it to go. Make sure everything it's up to a high high standard, and that it it benefits not just one person or two two people but the everybody that's involved.
0: Okay. Very good. Uh, let's see. So one of the last, uh, we're, we're kind of getting towards the end, wrapping things up, mm-hmm. but how do people find y'all? Uh, what social media outlets do you want to push people to?
1: So we are on all social media at, boards, uh, aspects platforms. Uh, I'm not really sure what the hip, ter- hit new term is. In right. Instance. um, Uh, We're on Facebook at, you know, www.facebook.com slash OPVeteran. And then you can also find us on www.opveteran.org. And on both of those sites, uh, you will find uh, merchandise that we have for sale. Uh, We have coffee on the website as well as hats. And on Facebook, I think we just have the hats right now. Uh, We're working on getting the coffee back on. And... We also have a Twitter account. Uh, I know I'm Overwatcher Six, and Denny is. I'm, I'm looking his up right now because I don't know that off the top of my head. And I apologize about that because I'm also figuring out the Twitter. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Okay, these are some of the things you're going to need need to know how to do. It's like, oh, okay, and then figuring out. We've got Op Veteran at Op at. O under slash P under slash veteran. And then we've got uh if you want to follow Denny, it's at Denny O P veteran. And then okay. I'm Overwatcher 6. And you can also reach out uh, and if you if they haven't, I, I really suggest you do it because one of the big things we do is community outreach and one and helping the community get in contact with each other. And we do that through our Overwatchers page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash overwatchers that that one I, I i'm amazed by you know just it's even just something as simple, of, simple as hey man uh, does anybody want to adopt a dog mm-hmm. cool so
0: right on um so i will say it like this is there anything that we haven't covered anybody you want to say a special mention to uh any notices uh, special shout outs
1: yeah, the floor is yours oh you know denny will tell you that denny can't really the board will tell you that's a dangerous concept in and of <laughs> itself um <laughs> uh we actually got a lot going on a lot coming up so this not on the on the 28th of september we are going to be up in round rock texas mm-hmm. down at the flats with uh irreverent warrior for a silky saturday event uh, it's going to, it's going to be going from five to eight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it'll, it'll probably go on longer. If you want to show up and have, have some fun, that's, that's going to be a great event. Uh, silkies are, are not required to be worn, but if you would like to wear them, they will be encouraged. I myself will be in my silkies. Um, but before that on Friday on the 27th, we're also going to be down in uh, San Antonio at the grunt style social again. So whether you're in San Antonio and or the Austin Round Rock area, you know, we're going to we're going to be in a be in an event near you. So come on. You know, we've got raffle tickets to sell. We're, we're definitely pushing those for the items we've got uh, going on at that best, uh, which is a knife by Blackguard Customs, a uh, uh, burnt flag, not a burnt flag. I'm just going to say we've got some great raffle items that we'll be giving away. Uh, awesome. Information to follow. <laughs> Very good.
0: And if, it, and if people want to know more about it, they can just look it up through the, uh, one, one of the, either the website or the Facebook group, correct? Yes. Sir. yes awesome. Sir. Awesome. Um, All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I, I definitely appreciate you being on. Um, I, it, it I has, really appreciate it. It's been a blast. Um I, I have not laughed this much in an interview since I've started doing them uh, six interviews ago. <laughs> so um I, I, I've been doing a weekly show and when I did my first uh, when I first started, I was like, Oh, it's just gonna be a solo show. I'm gonna be talking all kinds of cool shit and people are gonna love it. And then as I progressed, I realized I right, my first four episodes, Mm-mm, don't even bother. Um, episode five is when I I decided, all right, I'm going to make a change in the direction, and I did like my official introduction. And then somewhere in the twenties, I'm like, you know, I'm not feeling the way this is going over here, and um, then I decided, you know what, the only way I'm going to continue to progress is to get into doing interview shows. So technically I have been doing this for going on 30 weeks now, actually you're episode 31. So 31 oh, nice. weeks. And um, I think this is like interview number six. So I'm, I'm progressing, I'm growing. And, uh, I appreciate you being patient with me. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> um,
1: I, I don't do this as often as, uh, as you do. <laughs>
0: well, it, it, it's all a, a learning experience. You know, one of the things, you know, my wife, she's like, Oh, well, don't you want to practice more? Don't you want to do this before you actually get into doing this? And it's like, well, the only way you're going to get better is to do it. Yeah. And if I waited until I was better, I would never start. So, Hey, you know, feet in the fire, you know, jump into the, the wolf den and go for it. You know?
1: Oh, yeah, no, it, it you know, it, 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 I appreciate it. It's been a learning experience, uh, just for me and the fact that, uh, make sure your phone's on silent, make sure you're not getting any emails. Um, what else happened, uh, in the course of nope, uh, no phone calls. So, yeah, that one happened. Oh, yep. yep there you go. <laughs> so, blanking out the uh, entire computer as much as possible is, is, is going to be in my best interest. Gotcha. Reduces, reduces the squirrel moments. There
0: you are. There you are. I, I love the term "squirrel moments." Um, I I do that with my wife periodically. And either her or myself will have those moments, and I'll I'll just look at her and go squirrels, and she'll be like, "Yep."
1: <laughs> it's a good matter. Ooh, shiny! Exactly, exactly. I feel like a cat with a laser pointer. <laughs> uh, well, hey, like I said,
0: thank you very much, Sean. Uh, I appreciate you being on and uh, helping to spread the message. And go from there. I uh, appreciate it. Well, there you go, everybody. There's my interview with Sean Frederick from OP Veteran. If you're going to be in the Austin area on November 2nd, I would highly recommend that you go check out the Vet Fest uh, event that they've got going on over at the Old Settlers Park. Um, if you want more details, check them out on their website at opveteran.org. Also, you can find them on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash OP veteran. You can also find them on Instagram at op, uh, O period P period veteran and also on Twitter at O underscore P underscore veteran. So, all this will also be in the show notes. So, check it out there if you, uh, Missed it, as I said it here. Um, we were hoping to get their uh, CEO, Denny, on the show. But unfortunately, he had just had surgery and he wasn't feeling uh, feeling very well. And as the time of uh, me doing the edits for this episode, he went back into the hospital with an obstruction. So, Denny, hope you're getting to feel better. Hope they're able to straighten everything out. And uh, get well soon, and I'd love to get you on the show too. But that's going to do it for me. Like I said, follow them on all their social media accounts, and I will see you all next time. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Reclaimed American Podcast. If you're ready to do more and be more, start by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play. Then join our community on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American, and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us